0: Thank you for listening to How It Ends. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com/slash How It Ends Studio. Our tiers start at $1, and all patrons receive early access, ad-free episodes, digital downloads, access to polls, and more. Physical rewards start at $6 and feature exclusive patron-only merch and other perks. You can also visit us at HowItEndsPodcast.com to shop in our merch store, or to join our Discord server, where you can chat with us and other fans of the show. It's the only place you'll find exclusive whispers from Micah, Elia, Devin, and Amy. Please enjoy the show.
1: Who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock. I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So, June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time. So there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters and then new chapters are added weekly. So you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective.
2: That feeling when you hear someone call your name and you turn, but no one's there and a shiver runs down your spine. When something moves just out of vision and it sets in. The sense that someone, or something, is watching you. Do you know that feeling? Good. It means you're paying attention. I'm Micah Jones. My friends and I started this podcast to explore my dreams and nightmares, and to help me finally deal with my dad's death. Even after all this time. Instead, we stumbled onto something much darker. Something we were never meant to find out. My dreams aren't just dreams, they're memories, warnings. I should have paid closer attention. And my dad, he's at the center of it all. The How It Ends podcast is no longer releasing in real time. We can't. It isn't safe. But if you're just finding us, start at the beginning. Thank you for listening.
3: The events that are about to unfold occurred at the end of February, 2020.
2: I've had this before. Someone made me drink it. and, and now I think I remember uh, Amy, they weren't smiling. There, were, there was no one smiling at me. They were They were all
4: wearing masks. What do you mean they were all wearing masks? Who was wearing masks? The people in the woods.
3: Oh no 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 let me help you.
4: What people, Micah?
2: I I can see them sort of um whatever
4: this stuff is, this this drink, it's the smell. Okay. Um can we take a couple steps back? Just please try to explain what you mean. <sighs> there were three of
2: them. Um the one in the middle was really tall. I don't know. They had they had masks on.
3: You're saying you saw people wearing masks? But when? Like recently?
2: No. Uh, the day we went to Duke Island Park, I hiked by myself. Yeah? Yeah. It's like the dream. I, I was walking by the water. I, I was looking around at the trees, and, and I was mad at you for leaving. And then I heard someone behind me. I remember thinking that it was you for a second and feeling bad about bailing. I turned around to say something, and then I go blank. The next thing I remember is three people, I think, standing in front of me wearing masks.
3: What, what kind of masks? Halloween masks?
2: Almost like a like surgical mask. No, uh, that's not right. Like, sh- like cloth covering their mouth and nose. And I think there was some kind of symbol on it. Well, could you draw the symbol? I think it looks like this um it's kind of fuzzy i i I can't be sure
3: and you said one of the people you saw was tall,
2: yeah, um the one in the middle uh, but i I, th- I think I might have been on the ground or or in a chair i don't I don't think I could move
3: and the one in the middle was wearing a mask with something that looked like this symbol
2: yeah, yes I think so.
3: Hmm. The Grinning Man. What? The Grinning Man. Way back, Elia found that book in Salem. We were flipping through it and joking around, and Micah got all freaked out about one of the entries. It was called The Grinning Man. Okay. Well, look at that symbol again.
4: It sort of looks like a warped Amazon logo.
3: Which looks a bit like a smile. A big one. Mike, maybe this is why you reacted the way you did. You know, you read about the tall man with the strangely wide smile and what if you're remembering a tall person wearing a mask with this symbol on it? Your subconscious somehow made that connection?
4: When did that happen again? When did you see this book?
2: Uh, right when we started this whole thing, you know, when I was
4: having the dream over and over. Wait, I remember listening to that. Isn't that around the same time that your apartment was broken into and the kitchen was trashed?
3: Yeah. Someone left that message. You've been warned. Yes. Is that what they were warning you about?
4: But how... Wait, didn't you release all that information at the same time? You found the book and the break-in was the same night. Yeah, and... So how would someone have known about you finding the book and having a memory triggered if you hadn't even released the episode yet? How could someone warn you about something that you hadn't aired? How would they know you found the book? How would they have information to even want to threaten you?
0: Because we were already being watched. Wait, what? It, it's because we started this whole thing. You know, we started airing our lives and and putting everything out there. <laughs> we were fucked from the moment we started to do this thing they they've been watching us the whole time and it's my fault
4: but why? why would someone be watching you and who's they?
0: Micah I'm so sorry i I made you start doing the show and and I pushed pushed everyone to start recording and, and no
4: Elia. You already had a bad feeling. You guys were going to stop. You knew something wasn't right. This all could have ended, but then I showed up. You told me you were done, and I pushed you all to keep going. Yeah, but
2: if if someone was watching us from the very beginning, I'm the one who gave them access to us. The podcast was just supposed to be about dreams and and tarot, you know? And and I I flipped the script super early on. I started recording our lives, our our hangouts, uh, our locations.
3: Okay, okay. Y'all need to stop taking the blame for this. This isn't anyone's fault. Really. The only person or people to blame here are the ones who have been, I don't know, doing whatever this shit is. These boxes following us, apparently.
4: If something that happened to Micah as a child is so relevant to someone right now that they're trying to silence us, silence her, wait, didn't you have a second break-in?
3: Yeah, an attempted one anyway thought it was some kids just playing a prank. Possibly because, you know, they'd heard the podcast and wanted to have some fun with us. No, it, it
2: wasn't an attempt. I told you, someone tried to get in. And and I know when everything was happening that, you know, it sounded like I was accusing you, but but I wasn't. I was just... Someone was about to walk through the door and whoever it was, wasn't you.
3: they probably heard me running down the stairs and took off, because I didn't see anyone.
2: And
0: remember you told us what happened to those cameras you installed?
3: Right. The camera in the front hallway malfunctioned, so there wasn't a recording of who might have done it.
4: Micah, remember when we met up at Riff Raff and you told me someone sent you the recording of the first break-in?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Like, of you breathing, Mulder meowing, the kitchen being destroyed. Yeah. That was another warning. They were reminding you that they could get to you.
2: Yeah, I mean, you said as much. <laughs> you bought me a baseball bat. But, you know, the file was sent to me when we were playing D&D in New Jersey after...
0: After we, we found out about Shade.
2: Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't listen to it. Fully until Luke called, which was weeks later.
4: What if it actually wasn't a prank? What if truly all of this is connected? I mean, we've only been focusing on the packages. You all just wrote off the other stuff.
3: Well, Micah didn't initially anyway.
2: I mean, around that time, I definitely thought everything had some big meaning, that it was all you know, part of a bigger story. But after I met with Mark and he told me about my dad's accident... I don't know. I I just let it. I let it go. I
0: think we're all still forgetting the fact that, you know, Luke just popped up out of thin air um, right when this all started happening, you know, like a fucking creep. It was really convenient.
2: I don't know how Luke fits into any of this, but my gut feeling is that he wouldn't do anything to hurt us.
0: He literally threatened me like and what does any of this have to do with the liqueur? Like, how did this trigger your memory all of a sudden?
2: I don't know. How the fuck does olfactory memory work? I just, I smelled it and and, and I remembered. Well,
0: what about it made you remember? You know, I, there's a ton of herbs in it. Any wild herbs grow in Duke Island Park? You know, that any that would connect to your memory?
2: I have no idea, Elia. I just, I lift it up to my face and bam, memory. I, I haven't been to that park in decades and I definitely don't know what grows or used to grow there.
0: Okay, well, you said you had something like it before. Um, have you ever had Jaeger? Uh, it, it's similar.
4: Has Jaeger has ever done this to you? No, never. Also, ugh. Micah, I think we need to slow down and spell out what this could mean. You came to Luke's house with a head injury. If your memory's right, that means these people hurt you. They hit your head with something. That's fucking scary. <laughs> yeah, see, see? And, and Luke was there that day, too. So who
0: else would know all of this? Hell yeah.
2: Ugh. Okay, maybe Luke is involved, maybe not, but be realistic here. Luke was with Amy all day. He doesn't know any more than she does. He was also 14 years old. Just because you want something to be true doesn't mean you can force it to be true.
0: Okay, well, even if he wasn't part of the group of people who hurt you, all I'm saying is maybe he has some kind of interest in digging this up.
4: So much changed after that day. Yeah. We stopped being friends... You isolated yourself. It was already kind of happening a bit after Nolan. But that day sped it up. First, you stopped talking to me. You never came over anymore. And when I'd stop by your house, you either weren't there or your mom said you were busy. And then high school started. We were
2: at different schools.
4: Yeah, but we lived on the same street and we knew all the same people in our neighborhood. Our other friends never saw you anymore either. I asked. I remember thinking how crazy it was to live in the same small town as someone, right down the street, but never, ever see them. It was like you were a ghost.
2: I just wanted out.
4: Yeah, but... Did anything else like this ever happen to you again? No, I don't think so. I kept my head down,
2: studied, and then I moved here for college.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why... The thing that
3: bothers me most is it's hard to tell what has meaning and what's coincidence. Obviously, something terrible happened to Micah then. Something is definitely going on now. But how much of that stuff that happened last year is connected to that? How much are we just looping in because it's weird, you know? Weird shit happens all the time.
0: Micah, uh, when's your next session with Billy? Billy?
2: I have to check my calendar. Why? I don't. I just think you need to talk to them <laughs> and say what, Elia, that I've been stalked my whole life, or uh, or that I was kidnapped by people in masks when I was a kid. But <laughs> no worries, <laughs> I'm good now. Uh, or or that I think that someone manipulated me and that they're doing it again. Uh, yeah, right away. Please hand me the phone. Oh my God,
0: I don't know. They care about you. They'll they'll try to help.
2: Okay. Sorry. Right. Uh, but they also might think that I'm having hallucinations. I agree. I need help. But I don't think Billy is where I'm going to get it.
0: I mean, well, you don't have to tell them everything, you know, maybe just talk more about like your life after that day and, and what it was like to leave New Jersey and and living here, you know, before you met me and Devin. What do you think we talk about?
4: I don't know. I just I maybe they can help you remember more. See, that's it. That part. You're remembering things. You started the podcast because of the recurring dream you were having. The idea was to unpack it all, do tarot readings, interpret it until it went away, right? This is a dream you've had for how long?
2: I think since I was a teenager.
4: And you said at the beginning that you started to have the dream more and more. Like it was impacting your health. You couldn't sleep a night through. You were always exhausted. Yeah. That's the part that's bothering me. If it's a dream you've had for this long, what triggers it? Is it being in Somerville? Is it the time of year? Do you only have it after you hike? Like, what else is significant? Also, Elia, you said that the only way anyone would know that Micah might be onto something with this dream, or that her response to the grinning man thing could cause her to remember the people in masks, the only way someone could know that is if they were already watching her. Watching all of you. But Why?
3: Maika, wasn't that year a big anniversary of when...
4: My dad died. Yeah. It was 25 years. You started the podcast that year. You started pushing on that bruise, you know? You started thinking and talking more about your dad. And you never talked about him after he died. You just shut down. But because you all started this show, we found out that you were in the truck that night. Which is something that only a handful of people knew. Something that could change the story of what really happened that night. Micah, your gut told you that this is connected to your dad. No one else could make sense of why you felt that way.
3: That's true. I mean, I was definitely trying to support you, but it didn't make sense to me.
4: But maybe she was right. Maybe there is more to the story. Maybe the night of Nolan's accident... Wasn't actually an accident.
3: And you're the only person who knows what really happened.
4: No, that's wrong. Someone else knows what happened that night, too. After everyone left this morning, I couldn't stop my brain from going over everything we talked about. I think Micah's been right all along. She was right even before she knew there was anything to be right about. I think this all has something to do with Nolan. The accident, the packages, the dream, the people in the masks, and whatever they did to Micah that day. I think it's all connected. I don't know how the locations or the symbols fit together, but they do. I'm almost sure of it. Elia took the stuff that came in the packages home with her. She's going to try and find a link. It's there. We're just not seeing it. I hope Micah doesn't hate me for this, but I think I need to talk to Ava.
3: Your call cannot be completed
4: as dialed. Please check the number and dial again. Maybe she changed her number? Has been a while. I'll see if my mom has it.
5: Hello? Hey, Mom. Hello? Amelia, to what do I owe the pleasure? I just mean that it's been some time since we've spoken.
4: Right. Yes. I'm sorry. It's just been... I've been busy. Hmm.
5: Too busy to call your mother.
4: (laughs) Okay. You made your point, Mom.
5: I'm teasing. I'm so busy with work, book club, and the gym. I'm hardly ever home anyway. You just happened to catch me, actually.
4: You know, Mom, the point of having a cell phone is for people to be able to reach you wherever you are.
5: Oh, you know, I don't like to feel like I'm on a leash. If I have someone I need to call, I turn it on.
4: But what if someone wants to call you? What if there's an emergency?
5: Amelia, please, I don't want to argue with you.
4: (sighs) Okay, well, anyway, the reason I'm calling is to see if you have Ava's phone number. I just tried calling her, but it's out of service or something.
5: Hmm, So this isn't a social call then? Mom. What do you need to speak to Ava about? Do you even talk to Micah anymore?
4: Yeah, I do. Well, now I do. I'll look for it.
5: Well, well, while I do, catch me up. What's going on in your life? How's your practice? Are you good with money?
4: Work is good. Yeah. I mean, I actually lost like four patients last week, which was weird. Three of them were long-term ones too. But, um, it's not too bad of a hit. Money's still fine. Really, I was overbooked anyway.
5: Mm, that's too bad. These things happen, though, I'm sure you have nothing to worry about.
4: Mm, I don't think I said I was worried.
5: I was just saying, Amelia
4: just saying what? I
5: call- we don't talk on the phone very often, and this is how we start our conversation.
4: Okay. How are things with you?
5: You know, mostly the same. Taking yoga classes, walking a few miles a day. My friend Christine needed help going through a backlog of paperwork at the police department, so I picked up a couple more hours per week helping her. In Somerville? Oh, no, Hillsboro.
4: Oh, well, that's pretty interesting. Hmm,
5: what else? Oh, that reminds me. You sent me a picture of your bedroom the other day after you got new bedding.
4: Oh, yeah, I didn't know if you got that because you didn't respond. I-
5: didn't have anything to say after I saw it.
4: Okay, but you... I
5: did wonder where you purchased your lamps, the ones on your side table. I need something like that for the guest room.
4: You mean Brendan's room?
5: Amelia, it's a guest room.
4: Well, when did you change it?
5: I can't say I know what you mean. It's a guest room. Where are the lamps from? I opened my laptop just now. I'll search for them.
4: Uh, well, I, I found them at a thrift store, actually.
5: Oh, so I can't buy them online? Oh.
4: Probably not.
5: That's disappointing. How's Dad? Like I said, I'm so busy. It truly feels as though I'm only home to sleep these days. But he's fine. I see him in the evenings, and we have dinner at the club on Sundays.
4: Well, I guess I'll let you go.
5: Thanks. I do have to run, actually. I have a meeting at the club in an hour. I need to get myself ready.
4: Okay, well, I'll talk to you...
5: Bye, dear. Thanks for
4: calling... To you later. Shit, I forgot to get Ava's number. Do I even bother calling old Gail back again? No. I'll wait. Maybe it's a sign that I shouldn't be talking to Ava anyway. I'm sure Micah would be really pissed at me if I did that. Nolan is at the center of this, but there's something bigger going on. I can feel it.